Hi, I'm Shannon Kinney Dew, and this is episode 10 of the A Free Spirit Life podcast. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for being here and taking time out of your day to listen to another episode of one of your favorite podcasts. And if you're new to my show, thank you. Thank you for being here. You can go back and listen to the upper, other episodes. And you can also check out my show, The Mindful Mama Movement. We haven't been making new shows there, but we do have 30 past amazing episodes talking about being more mindfully present in your life as a mom. Today's show, we're going to explore fear, how to move beyond feeling stuck and fearful in our lives so that we can make change, so that we can grow, so that we can live the life we're meant to live. Before I get into that topic, I wanted to share that I, over the weekend, went to a funeral. My dear friend Larry, who lived to be 90, passed away last week, and man, it was really hard to let him go. He was what I'd consider a very dear friend. He really believed in me, and he really tracked what was going on in my life. I met him about 15 years ago when I worked at an art studio. Him and his wife were volunteers and they were retired teachers. And they have such a beautiful, interesting story. A short version of their story is um, his wife was a nun for many years when she met Larry. She was considering leaving the convent and he was going through divorce. And the two of them fell madly in love, and she did leave the convent, and they married, and they were married almost 40 years. And she passed away about 10 years ago, and I was close to her as well, but Larry and I maintained our friendship over the last several years, and we would meet every couple of months for breakfast, usually, or coffee. And he... We always joked he liked to call he loved cars and he would call his his geriatric sports car <laughs> and he loved to be out and about and he would meet me wherever he didn't want me with my kids or my busy life to come his way he'd always come my way he's about 25 minutes from where I live um, but he was always on the go he was very active and he was extremely spiritual he was raised catholic He had connections all the way up until later in life to the Catholic Church, but he was a seeker. He was an explorer. He was curious about life. And so he would try different religions. He went to the Buddhist temple. He went to Methodist church. He explored all different religions, and he was very open. He um, was fascinated by science. And he would always come with a stack of papers or books that he'd want me to read about metaphysics or physics in general. Um, He always had this new philosophy or this new grand idea about life or life beyond life. And our conversations were 
deep. They were rich. They were meaningful. They meant a lot to me. And that's what I'm going to miss most is just our time together exploring what was important to both of us. Uh, he really got me. And as I was going back through old emails, I noticed from years and years ago, he would say things like, make sure you stay with your art. Even though you're a mom, you've got to do your art and make sure you write your books. And he just, he just knew what was important to me, even if I couldn't see it at the time. And after going to his service this past weekend, I found out that so many other people, no matter what their age is, felt that same way with him. And what I noticed, another common theme, is that he was never afraid to try something new. The past couple of years, art really spoke to him. He tried teaching himself piano. He was really interested in sketching. So my mom and me would have drawing lessons with Larry and he bought watercolor pencils and we gave him for his 90th birthday canvas and paints and he was using them. He was painting them and drawing and trying and he, you know, most of us as we age tend to close down. We tend to get stuck in our ways and, um, you know, be afraid to try new things, really. keep Let fear keep us from experiencing the richness and the fullness of life. And that's my takeaway from my dear friendship with Larry is he experienced life and he touched people and he made time for his friendships and his relationships. And he, he told people what he thought and he asked interesting questions and he wasn't afraid to share what was on his mind. And just watching his sense of curiosity and wonder late in his life and how it opened and expanded everyone around him, it just is a reminder to me that as we grow, as we become more aware, we gain more wisdom, but we also want to keep that childlike curiosity in our lives. And so recognize that in you as you move forward today and as we talk about how to face our fears, and how to remove blocks that are keeping us stuck. Remember people like Larry who are in their 90s. They're not afraid to try painting or teaching themselves piano or having rich and important spiritual questions and um, seeking life beyond what we know it here on earth. It's uh, powerful when you can... Keep that beginner's mind in your heart and soul and um, embrace the beauty, the simplicity, and the pure joy that comes from trying new things, from facing new fears, and from living the life that you're meant to live. That's what my friend Larry did, and that's what I'm going to continue striving for as I move forward in my own life. So as we are also upon the Halloween season, at least where I, my part of the world, um, I'm always fascinated by Halloween because I do think that so many of us love to be scared. We love to um, watch scary movies or, um, you know, go out on Halloween and do our trick-or-treating and be frightened and go to haunted houses and... Um, there's something intriguing and exciting about fear. 
And in today's show, I'm going to share four tips on how to move beyond that fear. Instead of just staying in a fearful place, how can you use that fearful energy that's so natural in life for the greater good? How can you use it to enhance your life, how to experience life more fully and to grow and to ultimately become who you're meant to be in the world so that you can be courageous because Man, it takes a lot of courage to be who you are in this world. It takes a lot of courage to be authentic, to put creativity as a priority in your life, and to face fears when it can so often feel more comfortable and easy to let those fears keep you small, to keep you stuck, to keep you safe. But as you know, if you're listening to this, maybe there's something in you in your life where you're ready. You're ready. You're ready to break free of staying small. You're ready to break free of being stuck. You're ready to take your life to the next level with a greater sense of awareness and um, with more courage. And that courage lives within your heart. So that's the great news is that it's always there. Now we just need to practice tapping into it, clearing the muck, clearing the doubt, clearing the old belief patterns and habits that have kept us stuck in the first place. So I like this quote. It's a Japanese proverb. It says, fear is only as deep as the mind allows. And a while back, I found an old journal entry where I wrote, why is my fear so paralyzing? We all know that feeling, right? You know, that place where we are frozen by our own fear. We may not see it as fear at the time, but fear is usually the root of some disharmony going on in our lives. It's that hidden thought that keeps us from trying new things, that makes it easy to criticize ourselves and others, that prevents us from stepping out of the box or speaking our truth, and it doesn't allow us to fully experience life. I used to be paralyzed by the idea of stepping away from a consistent paycheck toward my dream of being self-employed, working from home as an artist, a coach, and a mom. This fear translated in my life from my thoughts. I kept repeating these negative thoughts like I'm not ready, I need more training, who's going to hire me, I don't know enough, there's already enough people out doing this sort of thing, I'm not a real artist, we're going to starve, I'll be a failure, how are we going to live, we're going to lose our house, and on and on and on, right? How fear just continues to spiral out of control. It's, it's really enough to make anyone go crazy. And I'm sure you can relate when we go down that fear spiral. And a lot of times this fear spiral that, that is generated in our mind, in our what-ifs, in our doubts, in our worries, lead to anxiety, which then leads to physical ailments. For me, back then, I started getting headaches. My shoulders and neck and throat were tight because I wasn't speaking my truth, and I was feeling this weight of the world on my shoulders. The vibrancy of my being, you know, that enthusiastic, excited-for-life energy, was being drained and overtaken by negativity, by worry, 
by doubt. All of those things stemming from fear. It wasn't until I started learning how to observe and change my reoccurring thoughts, how I started to learn to trust my intuition and learn how to accept the feelings that come from being uncertain, that come from being afraid, that come from change. That's when I started seeing some um, blocks released from my life. I started seeing some major changes happening. And so the four ways that you can face your fear and grow from your fears too. Number one, learn how to accept them. So, so many times I find myself resisting that fear is even present. Um, this is usually when I'm not being truly honest with myself or I'm being too, I'm so busy in my life that I don't give myself the time to process, really notice how I feel. Um, I start thinking that fear shouldn't be there, that somehow I'm weak if I feel scared. And it's this resistance to fear that really keeps me stuck. And so a big practice for all of us is to recognize, first of all, accept that fear is a part of life. It's a natural part of being uncertain. It's a natural part of change. You don't have to think that it shouldn't be there. You don't have to will it away. You don't have to pretend that it's not there. You don't have to conquer it. Fear is natural. If you were to flip over passion, that the opposite of passion or being passionate about something is fear. So when you are passionate about making change in your life, um, living a more truthful, authentic life, um, being more creative or following your heart in some way, that passion alone is going to bring up fear. So accept that the fear is there, that you are not weak because of it. Simply recognize it. And if you can, even honor it. Embrace it in some way because that will allow you to, to almost be friends with it instead of pushing it away because all that fear is is energy it's energy that you can use when you need to make a change when you need to move through the fear number two learn how to release your fear so so often we just carry it and then what happens we wake up at night and our thoughts are stirring and we have trouble sleeping and we're irritable and we feel frustrated by the the life that we're living and frustrated by everyone in it right and so learning how to release those fears so you're not holding them carrying them repeating and obsessing about them that's gonna uh, be just so good for your overall well-being and your mental state of mind. So here are a few tips for releasing your fears. Number one, try writing them down. So always keep a journal handy. You can keep it at your bedside or keep it in your purse, your car, wherever it's convenient for you. You might even need a couple. Um, if you do feel like you're having trouble sleeping or you're not going to sleep very peacefully, maybe at the end of your day, you could just take pen to paper and reflect 
What was my day like? What did I learn today? What can I release right now so that I can enjoy some peaceful sleep? You know, anything that's going to help you get those fearful or obsessive thoughts out of your head, write them down, get them on paper, keep your pen moving, and now you've given your fear a place to go. Sometimes you even gain a new perspective. Um, and, and sometimes you even feel that that fear has lost its power over you simply from getting it out of your head and putting it down on paper. You've given it a place to reside, at least for a while. Try writing them down. Another thing, breathe. Just remember that your breath is always a tool for you. Um, in one of my past episodes, I talk about mindful breathing. You can go back there. You can um, listen to a guided breathing exercise. Our breath is the most powerful gift that we have. It's always with us, and most of us breathe really shallowly. We um, are not using the full capacity of our breath. If you could take some nice deep, deep breaths, breathing into your diaphragm and then exhaling, you can start to feel a calm come over you. That alone helps you become more present, helps you become more grounded, helps you feel connected to your body so that you're not obsessing and being stuck really in the future, which is your fearful worry about what could happen. Connect to your breath and connect to this moment. I've already kind of talked about it, but start becoming an observer of your thoughts. Um, when we have those fear-based statements like, I'm not good enough, I'm not going to be able to do this, I'm too afraid, or you start doubting your abilities, uh, notice those thoughts. Notice when they come up and then notice how they make you feel. And see then, after observing your fearful thoughts, can you change those thoughts into something more affirming, some positive affirmation? Like um, if you worry a lot about money, you would change your thought to money comes easily and effortlessly into my life. Uh, I trust my life right now. Everything I need is provided for me. And if this is all new to you, it's going to sound kind of cheesy. It's going to feel weird at first. Your inner mind's going to say, oh, this is ridiculous. You are being, this is a waste of time. It's going to chat at you like that. But really, let yourself become that observer of your mind. Remember that you are not those thoughts. They're simply thoughts that you've adopted over time that really aren't serving you anymore. They're keeping you stuck in fear. Instead, repeat an affirmation, something more positive that just brings a sense of calm and ease to your mind, to your body, to your spirit. Another way to release these fears is to get moving. Get moving. I'm going to talk more about movement in a minute, but anything you can do, going on a walk, exercise, yoga, uh, jumping jacks, put on some your favorite old old music that you love from your college days and dance. Do something that brings movement to your life. Sometimes just we can get so stuck in our heads and that's where our fear is residing. And so if you can move, whew, it just feels better. You're connected to your breath. You're not obsessing about your thoughts. You're embodying a more peaceful presence and movement is a big important tool when releasing fear. Uh, 
Another way to release your fears, find support. You don't have to do all this alone. We all have fears. And if you can find a community that understands you, that gets you, that um, is honest, that will be vulnerable and share with you, will support you, not judge you, that's what you need in your life. So call a good friend, go to a support group, join a workout class. Um, If you're interested in my Live Freely Circle, that is something you might want to check out. And that's an online support group where we uh, have a theme each week and we explore these concepts of how to break free, how to live more freely in our day-to-day life. So you can check my website for that. So Okay, those are some just kind of general ideas on how to release the fears that you might be obsessing about. Another number three, my other tip for my third tip for facing fears and growing from them is self-compassion. You must practice being kind and loving to yourself. If you saw a child who was afraid, would you berate them? Would you yell at them? Would you criticize them? That's what you do to yourself when you are stuck in doubt, when you're scared to make a change in your life, when you haven't accomplished that goal that you so want to do. Notice how you talk to yourself and see if you can be kind and loving to that child within you, that scared child who needs some tenderness, who needs some care, who needs some nurturing. So practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself all along the way. And um, ultimately, that means love yourself. Be kind and love yourself. And then you won't be so afraid to even feel the fear because you know that you'll take good care of your tender heart while moving through them. And that's what my fourth tip for facing fears and learning from them and growing from them is, is even though you feel scared, you must create movement. You must do it anyway. You must move through your fear. So use these tips of not obsessing, not staying stuck, releasing them, but then using that energy with kindness, with self-love and move beyond your fear. It's okay. You might fall on your face. It's okay. You might make a mistake. It's okay that it's not perfect. It's way more important that you embrace imperfection and move forward anyway, even if you're going to fall, than to stay small, than to stay stuck, than to stay paralyzed. The whole experience of life is to fail, is to make mistakes, is to get up and try again. Going back to my friend Larry, you know, starting to his art life at 89, 90 years old, he was scared. He really was, and he wanted to get it right, and he was a little frustrated at times, but did that stop him? No. He kept doing it. He tried it anyway. What did he have to lose, right? He did it anyway, and that's what you need to do is you create a new sense of movement and vitality in your life. Use this energy, this fearful energy, and use it towards trying something new today, taking a risk, doing something you're afraid of. 
It's so important because you know what happens? The more you do that, the more you face a fear, the less afraid you are. Because you face a fear, that anxiety goes down and you look, wow, you see, this was not as bad as I made it out to be. Wow. So if I faced that fear, then I can definitely face this next bigger fear. So the longer you wait, the more anxiety and worry you have, the more movement you create, the more forward momentum, the more you face your fear and do it anyway, the less anxiety, the less worry. And the more you, my sweet dear friend, will be enjoying and experiencing your life. So wherever you are in this moment, be there in this moment. Wherever your heart is leading you, follow it. Face your fear today and share with us. Join our A Free Spirit Life community. We have a private group on Facebook. If you can't find us there, just go to www.afreespiritlife.com and you can join there. It's totally free, but it's where we'll be sharing and exploring the concept of fear and all the other uh, topics that we discuss in this show. So I hope that you feel inspired. I hope that as you move through the rest of your week, recognize where you're feeling stuck. Recognize how you can release the blocks, the fearful energy, and then turn that energy into something positive and move beyond feeling stuck. Move beyond where you're feeling the fear and do something that even surprises you. And let me know how it goes. I can't wait to hear from you. And I can't wait to see you next week with a brand new show. Take care and have a great day. Bye.